it's beginning to look like Christmas everywhere you go. <laughs> Hello there. It's the Fontacat Junction. Real yeah. talk. Yeah. I mean, I think it's um, Merry Christmas in order right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we got the turkeys roasting yeah. and um, the gifts unpacking. You know, yeah. it's good. Yeah, Everyone you finally got good. your gifts. Yo, I mean, a or couple. You a couple? No, 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 no. I told myself <laughs> this year I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that self-love thingy. Somebody better get me some. <laughs> Somebody could love you one day. Somebody it? better get me some this year. I ain't buying myself nothing. Oh, I mean, well, it's not bad. I got, I got a gift though. Yeah, one or two. Uh, one or two. What's the lady's name now? Somebody could love. Siwa Savi. Siwa Savi. Yeah, yeah. So somebody that's what. Somebody does love me. me. Somebody does have love me one day. You change it quickly. Quickly. I ain't about that LGBTQ thing, though. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's gonna help that you know to all our lovely listeners. You're sitting down, unwinding, listening to us over a glass of Shandor or whatever it is that you, I don't drink alcohol. So I don't know. Whatever it is it's, you're doing right it's now, it's non-alcoholic. Yeah. It's, I, that's what I'm saying. For the alcoholic guys, I don't know what they drink. I'm just saying. Yeah. But whatever it is... No, but a little wine. Fun. A little wine ain't bad. A yeah. little wine yeah. ain't bad. A little four just courses. Just don't go for board. A four little courses. wine Fort Street. Yeah. Jameson. Martel. <laughs> Chivas. You must remember <laughs> them now, Louis. Look who's talking. Hey, like I, was, I drink. I've not seen the name on the bar. I don't know what those things taste like. But whatever it is... I hope you're having a lovely Christmas celebration. Yeah, yeah. Like we are at the junction. Yeah. I mean, we try to just keep it on down low, you know, have fun, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, make the best of the moment and, um, yeah. So, so, so last week, we talked about spirituality. Before, before we go to yeah. the topic. You have some things on your chest you just finished <laughs> <laughs> you always rest the way you always have things on your chest that's so all think that maybe you are one six foot five uh, nah, 20, just, <laughs> 60 centimeter diameter chested nigga that can, like 400, that, can, that can knock shakiro over <laughs> 400 kilos <laughs> you always got shit on your chest seriously i mean i mean you can imagine if i allow to stuff to stay on my chest you know that's I mean, toxic bro. Bit, yeah it's that's toxic bro chaotic you gotta so let it out i just out. need to let let it off my chest let it grip bro did you hear about did you hear anything about the twitter files about the twitter files yeah yeah it's been it's been it's been crazy Elon Musk has been opening up a can of worms i mean but nothing has really happened i mean i don't know maybe because obviously the, the democratic guys in power are not going to act on it right so. and you know that is that's actually what's what is extremely um um dangerous and very shameful and um kind of um ridiculous that there is that much i mean Elon Musk called them one tongue. One tongue is psychopath. Mm. People that are evil. People that have gone totally, totally berserk. People that are, I mean, otherworldly. They are so 
bad to a point where they don't even know it when they are not you know when somebody is now living in denial you know you feel like you know you're fighting the right cause mm-hmm. you know so you shouldn't be able to talk because i'm fighting the cause of humanity so your voice should be drowned you know and all yeah and i mean it's amazing and with so much exposition and you see and that that is also i mean i mean mataibi i think that's his name you know he's the one that um i think he's an independent journalist and all but i don't know where trump got all those guys from but they were just i mean they're just releasing everything out all the internal memo leading to i mean how trump was banned leading, leading to how a lot of conservative voices were silenced how a lot of doctors that were trying to um um what's it called talk about the covid in a different you know um light and all yeah and how people can respond to it or how children should not be locked up indoors and all a lot of them how they were shut down you know from public um hearing and all and these guys i mean it's just so sad it's, it's just so sad and i feel like never should I mean, the world sleep on anybody. I mean, especially, I mean, even Elon Musk, you know, as uh, magnanimous and as gracious as he is, you know, with trying to unravel everything that happened uh, uh, when, I mean, Twitter was still, uh, was it cesspool? Yeah, was it cesspool? Tool in the hand of the left wings. Elon Musk too should be careful, you know, because now we see that he removed um kanye again you know yeah and i mean that is also um part of censorship yeah that's also a way to censor somebody that you don't like what they are saying you know regardless you know of people saying okay maybe i mean he did the right thing and all it would only be one right thing that you would do in quotes you know that would justify why you would do more and all so if it is free speech why not let everybody say whatever they have to say yeah and let the people now decide they were going to unfollow him unfollow him you know and all that and if you have an opinion about it say it tell people that i don't like what uh, yeah Kanye said so did they take him off solely out of off of his statement on yeah it was the anti-semitic it was anti-semitic i mean that when you know when he wore that um yeah the black mask yeah what was it called now you know and all and yeah i mean of which Kanye, we said it we've talked about it Kanye was just yeah i don't know yeah so i mean bottom line what i'm just trying to say in a nutshell is that the twitter files is a bombshell and um the world needs to take i mean i mean take notice of it you know and um it is quite sad that um all the sanctimonious righteous you know media houses you know that are all um um up in hands you know like uh you know we, we are we're going to fight the right course and all that now that the real truth behind why i mean these guys were banned as a matter of fact you know before trump was banned at all you know they had already they were preparing you know for it and yeah. what they also said was that going forward you know this is the limit that um, united states president cannot go you know before we ban them so automatically they set it i mean i mean sorry don't mind my language automatically they set they already set you know a um what's it called they already set a a platform is it a platform 
they already set a precedent, a precedent. going forward yeah. that even presidents were going to be banned because some people in twitter feels they know better or they know more mm. than you know and that is a very very dangerous precedent to set yeah. and, and everything is open you know why cnn is not reporting it nobody knows why you know msnbc why the nigerian new news stations that are always very eager to latch on on whatever cnn has said yeah. while they are not reporting it nobody knows and all and it shows the um the level of unprofessionalism you know that pervades all majority of media houses all over you know the world you know guess what before i uh, before i close out on my rants then there is this guy i think he was from i don't know where he's from now but i saw his interview on talker carlson talker carlson is the most watched you know opinion edition um what's it called um news review personality in america now he's the highest you know in america you mm. know and all talker carlson he brought a certain guy from africa you know i mean american immigrants you know i mean he's one of the press corps in the white house and all okay and the biden administration never liked the question that the guy asked you know mm-hmm. um john Perret, i mean the white house spokesperson you know the lady okay you know, carrying john Perret, i mean walked out on him i mean i saw the I saw the news and all. He walked, she walked out on the guy because the guy was asking important questions. Questions that normally, or maybe like COVID, for instance. Yeah. You know, questions that, you know, they don't like to answer and all that. You know, so it is more like a body body type of environment now. You know, so if you don't ask questions that they like, you know, they kind of, um, what, what the guy now said that was kind of funny was amazing that I'm an African American. Karine is also an African American. And the only person that you are so vicious and very, very, um, 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 what's it called? Very cold against is an African like you and all. Why did you decide to do that? Really? You know? So there's a, there's a lot of bias. There's a lot of, um, what's it called? And that's more reason why I would always advise people. Outside of hearing the news, try to find out the backstory try to find out what is actually and that would mean that you would have to do your own research which Important. many people don't like to do really yeah. you know so i mean the twitter file is a bombshell you know and i think i'm hoping that elon musk can keep you know the um, the temple and then um, eventually i mean people will begin to see or people will settle to know that really what twitter did and what all the social media um um Mark zuckerberg and um, Google and all the rest of them and all that thought they were righteous people and all what they did was is treasonable you know and they should be charged and if found guilty they should pay dearly wholesomely for it yeah I think what's what's what what was more interesting to me about the old Twitter file saga was the Hunter Biden situation when um, you know Exactly. Elon Musk was able to unravel a lot of information that you know came up around that Hunter Biden situation, the laptop, and all the information that was contained in the laptop. 
and you know to how much extent twitter and other related um, you know, media houses fbi try to shut DOJ, down department of justice yeah try to shut and, down you know all of that information that came up from the whole hunter biden's laptop leak situation and it's crazy because like i said even with everything that's going on with the twitter files the um, release it does look like um, not much is going to be acted upon by the government of the day because a lot of those things indict you know the government of the day mm. and the question is that at what point is you know just true justice or the or the you know rule of law going to take his his due course with with all this information that's been let out mm. you know and well interesting we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes we'll see how that goes yeah um on to the the meat of the episode for today i i know we said um, previously we had had our first uh not only really our first, I think our second opinion opinion pod, uh, where we talked about spirituality. I think I'm liking the the flow, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a bit greedy and say we're gonna do another opinion pod today, right? Uh, but in this uh, on this occasion, we're gonna do something. We're gonna talk about something a bit more, a bit more touchy, a bit more controversial. Uh, well, maybe not controversial, but you know, a bit a bit more touchy, because uh, this one this one um, borders on. You know our motherland nigeria right so yeah it's funny you know there is this um there is this um what's it called this stage play motherland that is kind of showing you know i mean i i mean i think the first one it was the first one you know i mean we were fantaka was the one that created the promotional material yeah yeah know, for is there for the event promo the first material one, the first one was in abuja and um, we were the one that did design and all and everything we're part of people that did all that part of people that yeah so it's open i mean it's showing now really i don't know why i'm advertising for them because yeah i mean but then yeah the motherland so um some a few months ago this year nigeria celebrated its 62nd um year post independent right um when nigeria gained its independence from the british um, colonial powers and it was a much muted celebration this year because obviously uh, it happened amid you know financial and economic crisis that the country was dealing with for an exchange you know in my evaluation. words you said in my own words we got bigger fish to fry yeah yeah i mean the, the entire country was on you know life support really oh. and and um the atmosphere wasn't very you know Lots of stuff say people weren't feeling very patriotic at the time. <laughs> and it got me thinking, right? It got me thinking. Um, and I asked myself a question. Did Nigeria get independence too early? Mm. Should we have waited for a bit? Um, if the British were still running things today, would Nigeria be in a better position in terms of overall development, economic, health, education, infrastructure? Yeah, we might lose some of our freedom, maybe because obviously um, we'll be under colonialist, colonialist rule. But in terms of human development index, would we have fared better if the British were still running the game, or are we where we are today because the British even came in the first place? Meaning, if they had not come at all, do you think that Nigeria would have, on its own, found a way to metamorphose? innovate and improve to be something much better than what we are today 
how can we really explain the situation that nigeria is in now and the overall question for me is would we be better off let's say we can't change what has happened the british came just like for many other african countries that you know had to endure colonialist rule at some point that was over we gained independence 62 years later it looks like we've done a very poor job at running our own affairs should we have maybe allowed the british um you know run things a bit more yeah i mean um that's an interesting one but what 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 what, what would we have done better is the question and um we've had 62 years you know to maybe right whatever wrong the british did to us and all you know but here this is where we are right now you know and um i don't know if we should have also left the british i mean if we had left them to continue or if people were not um up for the task you know to fight for freedom maybe the abat macaulay's and the rest of them were not ready for that you know fight i don't know maybe the the indigenous you know would have fared better because for for instance in south africa for instance i mean as much as i mean they have maybe to a large extent some places maybe have, they have good roads and they have good um, was it called? at some point i think uh, i have a family okay, that was in south africa to study you know and all and um that was some years back maybe like 10 15 years back and all you know and she's always talking a lot about how beautiful south africa yeah i mean and all yeah and of recent there's been a lot of i mean i have a friend in south africa as well you know, a south african that is my friend she complains a lot you know about light issues they've not been having lights you know and all and um, it's been going off regularly frequently rather you know in recent time and all and it's something that i think she's beginning to settle for like this is the way it is right now mm. and, all. and this happened because power was transferred back back to africa you know so at the end of the day really i think um africans we need to we need to really kind of you know outside of you know just looking to sound good or looking to for sound bites or maybe twitter uh post or maybe facebook post or and all that have we bothered to ask ourselves really if we've had independence in nigeria for instance for 62 years what have we done with it you we have i mean lagos for instance as a government i mean government in lagos and lagos is a complete disarray complete disorderliness you know is evident everywhere in lagos yeah you know and that is a government you know and um i saw for instance i saw an advert i think maybe the guy is 
minister for works or what I, I saw an advert by Lagos State. And what they were talking about is how um, they were going to connect um, the, the transport services. You know, they were going to connect it. And I'm like, is this what the state <laughs> is supposed to be dealing with? Yeah. Are you not supposed to create good roads? And, you know, I'm just make the road motorable. You know, yeah. and that that would have, I mean, you know the way Lagos is. Lagos automatically kind of has a way of working itself, you know, without any um, what's it called? Because Lagos, the enduring spirit is of the inches and all that, you know. So Lagos can fight its own course and all. Why can't the government provide all these um, amenities, you know, that will make life a bit easier? You know, security. Let let the security be top notch, you know, where people don't just snatch bags you know, away from your hand in broad daylight, you know, and yeah. all. Do you get, you know, we, I mean, it, it, it feels like the more um, um, we can dehumanize ourselves, the better for us as, I mean, a state. And then the government, I, I feel very, I just feel very bad, you know, that anybody will celebrate Sonwodu, for instance. I don't have anything against him. I don't have, but for crying out loud, we've had for the fascist government, you know, I mean, look at what look at what we are we are getting now, you know. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It just feels like you it know. keeps getting worse. Yeah. Every administration it's, it's just, that comes yeah. on builds upon, you know, and makes it worse. Makes and you it can imagine, worse. you can imagine, it is the same party. It's the same party. If we're changing parties now, it would have been in a different ballgame. We'll say maybe because the state is changing parties and all that. It is the same party that is that's making, for Lagos, right? Yeah, for Lagos State, it's the same party that is making life miserable. All of us and all that. So for me, um, I mean, going back to make, let me not lose my train of thought. Going back to what I was saying, Africans we are the we are the worst, we are the worst type of, you know, um, leaders to ourselves, you know. And I think until we come to that, um, until we come to terms with that, really, we're just going to keep blaming. Maybe the Corona matter should not have come. Maybe, um. Maybe if we had they are left us the way we are. Let me maybe and let me let me let me help what you just said. And you, I think you, you've you've touched the point that is quite sensitive to me, right? And it's the fact that Africans are worst kind of leaders to themselves. And the reason why I don't buy the argument of people who say that oh the British coming in, you know, they kind of as they came in, they truncated our growth and development. I think that that is not true. Africa, on its own before the british came in were one of the most subject one of the most how do i put it now what's the word for it now subjugated kind of communities or societies whereby you had colonies and you had village heads town he heads was divided and ruled now. in charge of colonies yeah. who would essentially assume ownership of all property including yeah. human beings it was divided and ruled now right wasn't that wasn't that the time they were practicing were practicing shongo and the amadio and all the rest of them yeah (laughs) yeah yeah well well they had a traditional you know the traditional religions that they followed and all that but my point was was essentially that we had a situation where the best that we could show for ourselves were agrarian prices or maybe creative in terms of the Benin Empire where they had the sculptures and all that, right? Beyond that, 
but majorly agriculture. But what did right? the sculpture? The, what the sculpture? What did they do for he us? He didn't do really? anything. Yeah, he, so, he didn't have any benefit yeah, to us in, yeah. at all, whatsoever. Yeah. Right. And beyond that, we had situations where village heads could appropriate, you know, anybody as yeah, wives yeah. themselves, yeah. and nobody could say anything. That's the king. That the, right? that's the king's. And, um, was it edicts now? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that was why. Africans played a key role even in the slave trade that yeah. we're talking about and they because keep, you, you we know had the way, you African know the people actually selling yeah, no, no, Africans no, no, that it, not, to the Europeans. That was the way right? that was the way the business worked at the time. Exactly. You know, that was the way the business worked. Do you also know that um, when the king's king died, they there are some people that they call in Yoruba, they call them Abubaku. Uh, Abubaku. Abubaku. Yes, no. Yeah. You have to die, have with, the to die with the king. <laughs> Do you? I mean, we have some of the weirdest kind yeah, of some traditional of the worst rights worst, some and, of the worst, and, and practices. And you now tell me that they brought they brought Christianity. I mean, some people will say uh, it, is, it is the colonies that brought the Christianity to come and mm. how were we governing ourselves? Terrible. We have some of the most yeah. barbaric killing of twins. Yeah, you know, and all. I mean, all the, of women. All of those things, right? The British, true Christianity, anyways, you know, and the missionaries abolished a lot of those barbaric practices that were practiced. I think that the British coming in probably did more good than harm. I mean, you can talk about how we're subservient to them, talk about how, you know, apart from the slave trade part of it, which was kind of messed up. But when you look which at. Which was mutual. Which was which mutual. Was mutual. Yeah. Exactly, because mutual. we have people who were benefiting from yeah, it that were Africans. Exactly. Actually, so right? we can't, let's not share so, that responsibility and say maybe. And blame uh, them completely. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with you. Yeah. Like, we need to draw the line there and say this slave trade tried to cause well Africans who benefited from it and engaged in it, right? From an economic standpoint, the British came, they gave us education, they gave us health. It was the British that brought in things like penicillin and some of these antibiotics that helped to save thousands of lives of children, of children, babies that were dying, that we wouldn't have any answers to. They brought infrastructure, a lot of the bridges and roads that helped connect the north and the south at some point were done by the British. When you take all of that that they did for us, when they packed their kaya and went back home, how much more have we built? Those on all infrastructures. Of those are still what is sustaining Nigeria. Look at Marina. Look at Marina in Lagos, yeah. for example. Up until tomorrow. Everything about the Marina was set up by the British. What have we done 62 years later? And we keep be blaming the boogeyman, you know, some mysterious, you know, um, um, what's it called? Figure, you know, that's put us in this situation, really. We had 62 years. So for me, I think maybe, maybe we should have been under colonial yeah i think it was but, a bit too early yeah but i don't know how my state of mind would have been i might be one of the freedom fighters because me i like to fight for freedom <laughs> but that's it about freedom fighting now, look, look, at, look at libya for example yeah everyone fights for freedom because they want to have a sense of control yeah but when you give them control they have no idea what to yeah, do yeah, yeah. and that's yes. the second problem that's exactly. the second part of it it's one thing exactly. and you can look at it happen Zimbabwe as well, when Mugabe was fighting for control with his, with his cohorts, they got control eventually. And Mugabe, Mugabe turned into uh, what's it called? Like the worst yeah. thing that yeah. could ever happen. So I feel like it's a, it's a two-edged sword, right? Mm-hmm. It's one thing to agitate for independence. It's one thing to agitate for control, and it's another thing to have a clear understanding of what to do without, without power. power. Yeah. Because with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, but and Africa know- as a whole has filled that aspect. 
Yeah. You know the thing with it is I think we we I mean Africans, I think majorly because majorly leadership across the globe, really. If you do not have the mindset that your leadership, yeah, the role that you play, you know, with the you should have the mindset of the role outliving you. You will think that you are the best gift to humankind. Yeah. You know, and then you feel, you know, some sort of superiority. Also important. Yeah, some sort of superiority, and then you want to save everybody. When you have that type of mindset, you are failed already. You know, yeah. Because the system should be bigger than you. Yeah. You should be looking at what can we do, you know, that sustain. I mean, so many things that we can talk about. You know, I mean, I'll just give you one last one. They were trying to repair the rail system, you know, in in the UK. And I was watching the documentary. I've said it here before. I was watching the documentary and all. And um, they said, I mean, when they were going to, it was repairs that they wanted to do. You know, it was they created a documentary for such purpose. Yeah. And they, they went back to how the rail system was created in the first place. This was like maybe 120 years ago. They had yeah. documents. They had, um, what's it called, to back it up. To show. Sure. How many documents do we have? Yeah. Do we even remember our history and all that? So many things that we can talk about, really. But... You wrapped it up <laughs> on the head. True leadership must be transcendent. Mm. True leadership must transcend you. It must be a track record. Africa is not keeping the track record. Nigeria has no track record of leadership. And that's where we are in this Katagon approach. I hope that we'll be able to get things right at some point. But to our listeners, listen to us, we want to get your opinion. What do you think? Did we fight for independence too early? Or? It was too early. It was too early. Maybe it was we were doing a bit better. And all our people will not be jackpine. The British should have been slapping some British... tacky around. <laughs> Maybe it wouldn't be suffering jackpine syndrome today if the British were still running game. <laughs> we're still running it. I don't know. Let us hear your thoughts. For us here, it is signing out. See you, See you later.